Hi, and welcome to Actual Top 10, a Simpsons podcast. Each week, our hosts pick apart a classic Simpsons episode to figure out if it's one of the show's cream of the crop. I'm your announcer, Brian Waddell. Aren't chores the worst? Cleaning toilets, folding laundry, scooping the rat carcasses from the grease trap, they're just so much work. For the Simpson family, taking out the trash is the hot potato of housework, with each member adding to the Tower of Babel of Basura until it all comes crashing down. Trash of the Titans, episode 22 of season 9, made its debut April 26, 1998. In it, Homer runs for sanitation commissioner after a feud with his local garbage men, but he encounters some problems after the election. This entry into the Simpsons canon, like the episode reviewed here last week, was written by Ian Maxton Graham, who co-produced The Hot Chick in 2002. It was directed by Jim Reardon, a favorite of this podcast, who treated us to Homer's going to college, Bart's getting an elephant, and Marge's being in chains. The episode features the incomparable Steve Martin as Ray Patterson and Irish rock band U2. Trash of the Titans brings us into a fictional world in which politicians actually keep their campaign promises. But is this one as sweet as a rose or as smelly as a trash-eating stink bag? Let's find out what our hosts, Ashley Menzies and Drew Irwin, think of this one. Take it away, guys. Thanks, Woody, and welcome to Actual Top 10, a Simpsons podcast. I am joined by Woody and also my co-host and best friend, Ashley. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hi, guys. What, I am here. Best friend. What? Why I mean, am I the best friend? I've never lived with you, and, you know, we're very, very similar people, so we don't, you know, opposites attract, not similar people. Correct. Oh, okay. Start. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start with a fight because we're going to end with a fight. So, um, so today we're talking about Trash of the Titans. I was very excited to to pick this one. This is one of the ones I picked. It's a uh, it's a favorite of mine. Not I don't love the whole thing, but it's it's a memorable episode. I also I gotten a, a lot of it. Well, I, I picked it because. I thought it was a later episode, and if you had told me that this episode was two years before Tamako, I would have punched you in the face, because that is not something I would have believed, but it is. It is two years before Tamako. It feels to me like it's a season 12 or 13 episode, uh-huh. as opposed to a season 9 episode. As they wonder what job they didn't give Homer yet, and they decide to do Trash Man. Yeah, I mean... I. Because I, I was thinking about this earlier, Tamako to me feels like a, a classic era episode that they just didn't work hard enough on, and this feels like a later, like middle of the road episode uh, that they worked extra hard on because they got Steve Martin. So, and I'm wrong. <laughs> we we need to impress Steve while he's here. <laughs> the, the other way around. So, but yes. So, Trash of the Titans from 1998. I thought it was a season finale. It's not. There's 25 in this one. So, so. Right, well, you're on a good stretch here <laughs> on things you thought about this episode. So yes, yes. But put a, put a pin in all that because we're talking about that a little bit later. Okay, so the episode starts at Costington's, and it is a bunch of execs trying to come up with a new summer holiday because they're about to have their summer lag for selling stuff, and. Uh, the first executive tries to said, uh, do something religious because they had big success with Christmas too. I'd like to know what <laughs> what and when Christmas too is. Is it? I would assume it's Christmas in July, but, but that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. But this is the Simpsons world, so it's probably like December 28th. <laughs> yeah, it's like a couple of days later. Yeah, they lulled for one second and then had it again. Uh, they, instead, uh, the main executive, who what do you see named, or is it just? Rando Cossington's executive. I have to look that up. I, I was actually just looking at a John Lithgow quote from the Santa from Santa Claus in 1985, where they're talking about Christmas too. I didn't realize that that was a reference to something. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So I will look up though the executive for you. I also like okay. the idea of Woody just sitting around looking at John Lithgow. <laughs> John Lithgow. Yeah. You're talking about Mr. Costington. Oh, is that is that what it is? Okay, that that yeah, makes sense. He's been actually. in several episodes. Okay. He is well. So Mr. Costington. Yeah, this Mr. Costing, though. Okay. Well, he comes up with, he says he wants to do something that's like Love Day, but not so lame. Which, of course, we know it's the Simpsons. They just say it's Love Day. Yes. And they the love Simpsons, this joke, and I love it every time they do it. 
Yes. Now this this is this is actually a holiday. Okay. Kind of, and you guys aren't Midwesterners, so it, you're forgiven for not knowing it. Uh, there is a holiday called Sweetest Day. It is celebrated in the Midwest and the Northeast on the second Saturday of October, and supposedly it was for remembering all those poor orphans and shut-ins, but as the Atlantic researched and pointed out, it was started as Candy Day because candy sales were low in the beginning of October. I guess they couldn't wait two weeks. <laughs> and it looks like it was invented possibly in Cleveland in 1916, and then the name became Sweetest Day in the 1920s. And my mom used to always give me candy on Sweetest Day. Are you it saying sounds like a Cleveland idea. Swedish day? Sweet, sweetest, like oh. the most sweet. Okay. <laughs> I heard Swedish. Not, I always thought it was Swedish day too when I was a kid, but sweetest day. Kind of like, kind of like water burger. We all thought it was water burger. <laughs> yeah, it's water burger. W-A-T-E-R <laughs> burger. But yeah, it sounds it's terrible. It's totally a fake holiday created by candy manufacturers. But so the Simpsons are very into love day. They have not only. Marge is really the, into love day. Yeah. She, they, they have love land out in the front yard, which she has to disassemble. Uh, I do like that Lisa is the only one that's like, come on, guys. This is just obviously a, a ploy to, to sell stuff. And Homer says, don't ruin another love day. It's yes. the first one, Homer. She can't, <laughs> she can't ruin another one. And poor Marge has given Homer a sir loves a lot, the bear that loves to love. Mm-hmm. And he's very upset because he wanted Lord Huggington. <laughs> Which, as Marge says, is probably just the exact same bear, but Homer does not does not care about that. I, I enjoyed him turning the bear around and then turning himself back to it. <laughs> yes. Well, as uh, as is to be expected, the family just throws away all the wrapping paper and all of the gifts immediately in the trash. And this is a, a big thing at, at my house as well, where no one wants to take the trash out. I did like when Bart brings a a banana peel because the rule becomes you know, if it's what was it if it's not spilt what is it um, it's, not, it's not filled until it's spilt I think it's the rule yes and so he st- he staples a banana peel to uh-huh. the trash can my question was why is there a staple gun in the kitchen because <laughs> it's like easily accessible in the kitchen you don't have a staple gun in your uh, junk drawer in the kitchen. I do not. I have scissors. I have three. Ooh, okay. That's okay. Then I'm I'm the weirdo. <laughs> I only have I only have scissors in my in my junk drawer in the kitchen, and well, I have two or three pairs of scissors though. So maybe that's my maybe scissors are my staple gun. I don't know. Kind of. I did like Homer, which actually was really smart. He had a breakfast log. I don't know what that is, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just a, like a sausage thing, but he <laughs> he pulls it out and just eats it out of yeah. the packaging if Downs you uh, if you google breakfast log you actually find a lot of recipes okay but i mean but, it doesn't it doesn't it's not the same thing though but yeah. it looks it looks like so good that i my arteries are slamming shut i'm assuming you have to cook it but he didn't <laughs> it's bacon wrapped and there's a hash brown involved okay i'll eat that i, I like i can scramble i can i scramble that's that's my breakfast oh, place can of I scramble choice. Wait, is that a how is that anything? How is that anything to make fun of? <laughs> I do think it was clever that Homer he takes the wrapper and he he magnets it to the fridge with a B plus on it. I thought that was very clever of Homer, which mm-hmm. he of course throws away immediately by just walking into the trash, knocking it over. Everyone heard it, so he has to take the trash out. And I I do. I hate taking the trash out. One, because I, I have I have trouble. I don't know if this is a common problem for anyone else, but when I'm taking the little yellow handles out, I will. It comes up too fast, and it if your trash is full, it will not keep contain all of the trash within the now reduced sized trash hole. Is what I'll call uh-huh. it. And so I, I I had I had that problem this morning actually. How and is I do, someone as intelligent and as educated as you finding it this difficult to remove a trash bag from a trash can? I just said, I don't think, I don't know if it's a real problem for everybody else, but <laughs> the problem I have, also today for some reason the trash was super heavy, and and I was very worried it was going to snap off. The, the yellow, the orange little handles were going to snap off. They did not, but that was my trash adventure today, and I also do hate garbage water. If it gets on me, I will probably throw up 
Yeah, I enjoyed Homer's problems with the garbage water once he got it out. <laughs> there are there because yeah because they're on the slippers those will have to be thrown away. That's it's not gonna work. There's no salvaging them though. <laughs> yeah, and so so uh, Homer gets out to the trash just a few minutes too late. Also happened to me this week. I I missed the trash takeout. This quarantine is messing with my day of the week problems. So I Homer runs after the the garbage men who apparently are speeding away. There's several houses they're passing. Uh-huh. So it's partially their fault, but he uh he screams at them, calls them something which I did not write down, and they they turn back around and they have a little bit of a, a fight apparently because Homer is covered in trash and he says, "Great news. I uh, have a disagreement with the garbage men and they've cut off our service." <laughs> My, he calls them trash eating stink bags. Trash eating, which doesn't. I mean, Homer said worse. I don't he, know. he also says they are the lousiest garbage men ever. And, and so, lousy. <laughs> yeah. Again, this doesn't seem like it should bother those guys that much. But do do trash men have the authority to cut off someone's service? They just they're just low level workers. I don't know if they have that kind of authority. I guess they could just choose to skip it. But I figured Ray Patterson would not enjoy that. I don't know why this stands. It should be a fairly simple well, process. Ray sits around does office work, so he gives a lot of authority to his garbage men. I guess that's true. And so the the way that they're just going to solve their own garbage problem is just throwing the garbage into the, the yard, which I guess they're lucky they don't have an HOA because that would not fly would not in fly. my neighborhood. The The trash gets so bad, Ned comes over to complain about it. And Homer just gives him the advice of just make sure that the in-laws stay uh, avoid the wind when it hits Diaper Hill. Right. Which which is also true. If you know if you have a baby, you are going to have a lot of diapers, and that will not be good for anybody. And eventually, the the problem gets so so bad that Homer that Marge has to sneak the kids out by throwing a package of bacon. To, yes, to Farmer rats. Dan's bacon, by the way. Yes, Farmer Dan's bacon. Put a pin in that as well. And I, I, I wondered because in my head, I, I don't remember this scene from my own memory of this episode. I would have thought Homer would have thrown himself onto the pile to fight for the bacon, or <laughs> at least gotten mad at Marge for wasting for... an entire pound of bacon. Uh huh. Yeah, on this, you know, you could throw them throw them something else. There's plenty of things for the rats to eat in this pile. The the family is then having dinner, and I, I liked that the lady that lives in their trash attacked Marge again. I love this whole <laughs> yeah. sequence. And and Mar- Homer's retort of, well, that's not how she tells it. So <laughs> apparently this woman has been, you know, entangled herself in the lives mm-hmm. of the family. And the problems are worse. Uh, Bart has the plague. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a big deal. And so, did you have something else you wanted to add on this on that scene? Because all no, I just I just enjoyed that entire exchange <laughs> from Marge and the crazy lady and Bart having the plague and the whole apology thing. Yeah, I just love that he's been she's been attacked several times now by this by this yes. lady that lives in their trash. She attacked me again. Again. And so the next morning, Homer wakes up and sees that his yard is is clean now, which has got to be hard work. That because that that was a disaster. Um, they would have had to relocate that lady too. Yes. So Homer must have been a deep sleeper, or and they worked all night to fix it. And Homer is very proud of himself because he beat City Hall. Reminded me of Rocco when he beat City Hall. And it's a weird reference I just made, but I, I did it. All that was. And and so he's very proud of himself. He's boasting about how he did it and how he's the he's the champion. It's a big day for him. And and Marge is tired of it and just says, No, Homer. The only reason why they, they picked up the trash is because I, I sent a nice apology and signed your name to it. And Homer's very upset because it's not like a loan application or a will. This is right. this is this is his honor that it's all about. And so he rushes down to City Hall to meet with Ray Patterson, as what he said, played by Steve Martin, maybe one of their biggest guest stars ever. Probably. And and 
Ray Patterson is like, okay, listen, I'm, if you want to retract your apology, that's fine. Here's your apology. You know, don't worry about it. I've got stuff to do. And, and Homer, as he is very often in this episode, is just too upset to even listen or pay attention to anything or follow reason in any way. He I think pay to... attention to anything yeah. is the correct phrasing of that. Yeah. He, he wants to rattle some cages and so mm-hmm. he so he shakes a poor bird's cage over and over again. And so, you know, he's too upset with, with Ray. He said, you know, I've been elected 16 straight years. You know, this is, you know, obviously I think I'm doing a pretty good job. And so Homer rushes down to one of the clerk's offices to uh, apply to run for the trash commissioner job. And he is told, of course, that he is in the wrong line. This is the sex offenders line. Yes. So Mo makes sense. Should Patty and Selma be in the, both Patty I, and I, Selma? I after? did some looking. I only saw Patty in there. Did you see okay. both? It is Patty. Okay. Okay. Because, I, and here's here's the trick, gentle listeners. Pa- Selma's hair makes an M shape like the M in Selma. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Maybe I got it now. expected to see them both, but... I definitely cannot say that I saw them both. And so, so Homer has begun begun his his campaign for trash commissioner. Uh, he starts off with just Bart in the car, a little bit like the the station wagon in Back to the Future. I don't know if that's what they're going for, but I'm sure that was common in the 50s. And of course, he gets caught on tape saying he's going to strangle or beat Bart. Yes. Um, he goes by the plant, tries to get them to to vote for him, but of course he doesn't have any ideas. So even though Lenny does not know Ray Patterson, he's he knows that Homer is no Ray Patterson. And he crashes a U2 concert, and he's potato he's able man. to yes he the sneaks in as the, as the potato man, and they're very upset because he's late. So I don't know if Homer killed the original potato man and he gets behind he you know he assaults the poor woman who's doing the stage and he ends up he, making he, his... he calls her kojak oh yep yep a nice Which, a nice yeah there's some uh, 70s tv references that's in this. uh telly savalas he was a bald police detective lieutenant and uh, cbs five seasons in the 70s He's what his he had a catchphrase like "Here's look at you, kid" or something. I don't know if that yeah, was something like that. I've, I was like a, a episode once in my life. Yeah, and he so he's able to to break in and to the broadcast and start talking about the the race and of course Bono, noted political activist, <laughs> is cool with this and seems yes. to have researched the the race a little bit because he knows Ray Patterson by name without being you know asked anything at all. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, this is, you know, everybody stop booing. You know, this is trash management. This is, this affects all of us. And he, you know, starts asking kind of debate like questions to Homer and Homer does not do a very good job. Ends up kind of disappointing Bono, who is then has them taken away and beaten in the back while they play in the name of love. I I wonder maybe what he can answer this. Who is the, part of the guy in the band that they wouldn't invite to Moe's. Is that like uh, a edge? I don't know, actually. I'll, yeah. I'll... I, I only know Bono and the edge. So I'm assuming it was the old rando guys that are in the rest yeah. of the band. Um, although I guess the edge could also be known enough that that joke would make what's sense. He, what's he playing? I have no idea. I didn't know. You I have the edge guitar. playing guitar. Okay. Or Adam maybe Clayton is... on the bass. Maybe it is the edge. It might have been a bass I, I, or a guitar. I also, I also it wasn't like the, the drums, and it wasn't Bono. No, so it's either <laughs> the edge or Adam Clayton. Okay, I wonder. Maybe that's an in joke for you two fans. I, I did like that they both they were going to go to Moe's. They they know Moe's by names, so they they thought they could sneak off to Moe's while oh god here here Bono goes again with his political stuff, and so and Homer actually ends up at Moe's, and. You're, you know, you're missing, Drew, the most most controversial part of that scene. What is it? It's the word wankers. Oh, is that controversial? 
Very. So it's it's obviously we're not going to go into what it means here, but it's it's far more vulgar in Britain than here. And this episode has gotten complaints to Ofcom in Britain because they'll play it like early primetime before the watershed. And that term apparently is quite offensive. And so they they have they to say like, it a couple censor of times it or play it later. Yeah, they do. So but apparently it's quite controversial. This episode is over in Britain. You think they would have known that the the famous Irish band YouTube would know that they can't say that on TV, but I guess no one yeah. no one asked. Well, them. no, I, I'm sure the, the Irish they band were trying to get it through. Finds it hilarious, <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. So it is Adam Clayton who is left behind because he's the one who says wankers. Okay, there you go. There you go. That makes that probably makes some sense to to YouTube insiders. Yeah. I'm not one of those people, but I probably like YouTube the best out of the three of us. And so Mo, as he is with Homer's boxing career and a bunch of other things, advises Homer that he needs to come up with a a slogan. <laughs> and Homer yes. stumbles into this by saying, can't someone else do it to come up with a slogan? <laughs> and Mo realizes, wait a minute, that's actually a really good slogan for for America. He's a little ahead of his time. He's Yes, he is. <laughs> about 20 years ahead of his time. But uh, <laughs> says, you know, can't someone else do it? So Homer has a big a big presentation in front of the town where he he unveils his his new slogan and it goes over really well. And because he says he's gonna have he's gonna have people emptying kitty litter and and doing the you know taking out everyone's stinkables. Uh-huh. And so he's actually able to kind of get the crowd going. He says that that. The way it's going now isn't America. It's not even Mexico. And so his campaign picks up some steam. They have a debate. And the debate is my favorite part of this whole episode. I will go ahead and unveil that. <laughs> and I, it, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. If not a little on the nose. It's it's very yeah, it's very on the nose, especially for for today. I don't want to get too political, but oh my god. It does feel very you know, similar to things that we see in in today's politics. Yes. And so Homer has a he's at the debate. Ray Patterson has not shown up. He's I'm sorry that he doesn't care enough to show. He does show and he says, sorry, somebody cut his brakes. <laughs> and so he says, I'm sorry, I can't I can't hear you. Pops, pops, I'm, you're t- I'm two years older than you. And Homer says, it's two do we months, really want he? old man Patterson with a month? I said, I said it's two years. Maybe it's maybe this month. But one more time, I got. We really want. Is Ray Patterson two years or two months older than Homer? I think it was two years. Okay, I misheard then. (laughs) Do we want old man Patterson with his finger on the button? And Steve Martin (laughs) is great in this. Like what? What button? (laughs) Oh, what button? Where's my brain medicine? So the debate is nothing. Confirmed, it is two years. By the way. Okay, thank you. The, nothing happens in this debate that's relevant to anybody, but Homer's able to just consistently make fun of Ray Patterson to the point where he says, "Listen, if you wanna, if you want an experienced, you know, politician, go with me. If you want someone who's gonna do a bunch of crazy promises, then for sure vote for this imbecile." And of course, uh-huh. what happens? Everyone uh, votes Homer, for the imbecile. <laughs> everyone votes. <laughs> everyone votes for Homer. And so Homer shows up gloating kind of to Ray Patterson, wants to still be friends with him, but Ray is not having any of that. He says the the line, which doesn't make any sense today, of the American people have never tolerated incompetence in their public officials. Never. To, ever. Yeah, we seem to have a lot of that going these days. And we seem to be tolerating it pretty well. And would, which leads into the musical number for this, the Garbage Man Can, which I remember from one of my CDs. Did you did you and know so, that this is a parody? I did. Yeah. Candyman Can. Candyman mm-hmm. Can. Candyman in 1971, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, then recorded by Sammy Davis Jr. in 72, and he didn't like it. He didn't like his own version? He said the song was too saccharine. Saccharine, as in sugary? Yeah, too saccharine for his tastes. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what. Then he shouldn't have recorded it. <laughs> he made a mint off of it, so I can't imagine he was that upset. Yeah. And so the 
it's a bunch of you know fancy uniformed people to go around and pick up everything and and do everything for every and one month later uh mayor quimby comes in and says that the his he's gone through his entire year's budget in a month yes 4.6 million dollars that he spent in garbage i've done some research if i may on this i I took a deep dive into the trash okay Okay. so 4.6 million dollars is 7.25 million dollars today now that seemed you know that's it's a number It's, it's a number fort worth my my home here the solid waste expenses for Fort Worth in 2017 were $63.5 million, and at the time, the population was 875,000 people. Now, that includes some capital improvements, but roughly $63.5 million, okay? Now, I did the math, and that means that $7.25 million sets uh, Springfield at 100,000 people, if that math is true. But Yuma, Arizona, a town of 100,000, had a solid waste budget last year, uh, rev- sorry, budget revenue budget of $4.3 million. So, for the year. For the year, which was pretty average if you look at the years. So that means that Springfield is rich beyond belief, spending mm-hmm. an obscene amount of money on garbage, or they're <laughs> pushing something like 175,000 people, which either makes perfect sense or no sense whatsoever, depending on which episode and season we're in, because they did have a monorail. Yeah. So it yeah. does kind of make Springfield, sense. <laughs> yeah, Springfield is, is somewhere between 800 people people and of 100 million people yeah depending so, on the episode so yeah but but i thought that's I, i'm sure they just picked an arbitrary large sounding number but it's like man that's a lot of trash because my hometown of matt too yeah. and i couldn't find the numbers really but it looked like it was way lower yeah this is one of those episodes where they sound like they probably picked something a little precise they probably did what do you amount of research to grab a number yeah uh, yeah, it's either or, someone's or hometown are, or something like that. Yeah, they probably are going off of like Los Angeles or something where they are like, oh yeah, I'm sure Springfield probably got similar or or L.A. is like, I don't know, ten million dollars a month. So they're like, oh, we'll just for Springfield. But yeah, I did wonder that number did seem really high to me. I would think maybe that would be their yearly budget for a small town. But I did like that that Homer has an idea. Like I have an oh I have an idea well it better work because those garbage <laughs> won't for, work for free, damn it. Of course that um, was his idea, Homer's idea. Just have them work for free. Yes. And so he he finds out that that other other cities have problem with their trash, which gives him his real idea. And so he has the family out in the car driving out to I guess the town dump. The best and... part of that is he just tells Lisa to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she says the idea, and he's like, shut up, and he leaves. <laughs> and and he, he asked the family for guesses on how he was able to get an, the money back for the budget. Mm-hmm. And they all guess he's selling drugs. Yes. Uh, even, even Marge is like, yeah, no, I, I like that idea. Uh, I like, think the drug idea. selling drugs. And... And so I would definitely be on they, board they for a uh, Simpsons Breaking Bad spinoff. Yeah. 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 It's Homer actually, as Mr. Had, White. Yeah. I actually had a thought today that I, I would like to do see an episode or even like a two parter where they do kind of a, a what if where they take like because I was picturing I don't know why this came up while I was cleaning up today, but I was thinking of what if if Ned hadn't gone through his his therapy if he would be like the town criminal uh-huh. i think it would be kind of interesting if you had ned like if ned had broken bad instead of being fixed okay. i, I kind of like to watch like a, a what if episode where where ned's a bad guy and maybe homer didn't get crayon taken out so he's like super smart i don't know weird uh weird thought i had today but i would like to watch that episode this and episode is brought so to you by the idea weird thoughts <laughs> yes, and the idea that Homer actually had was to, I guess he's buying the trash off yes. of Chicago and New York and and he's major cities space. and dumping them into in a mine. Yeah, yes. in, in an abandoned mine. And I did like Lisa's line of, "Oh God, I almost wish it had been drugs." And, <laughs> and Bart goes, "Well, some of it is apparently New York 
a ton of needles in their trash. Guns and grenades and needles. New York was yeah. uh, getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and I guess this would have been a year after their, their New York episode, so that makes some sense. And I did this. like that they're... New York. I'm sure they they have to, right? A lot of it to China and all all over the place, or used to at least. Yeah, they would they would they would have to because there's not any room for it. I mean, you could just dump it in New Jersey, but. Yeah. I did like they were turning the the town into America's trash hole. Mm -hmm. Funny little line. And so, the the plan is working pretty well until Homer and Quimby are out golfing, and the trash is now so in I guess entombed into the underground of the town that is now coming up on the golf course. If you look at the, uh, the, the, the closed captions, it is a moist spurt. Oh, okay. That's pretty <laughs> gross. <laughs> the, just That's thinking of the than, gurgle is bad enough. Moist spurt. And, oh. and eventually it, it squirts out of the, the hole. And, and I think the three of us would, would note that there's a, a term paper from Texas Tech that Correct. shows up, which both means that Lovick sold them their trash, and someone wrote a term paper at Texas Tech. <laughs> I got them. You did get them. Um, they don't do that at Texas. Um, and so the the town is now overwhelmed with trash. They have an emergency town meeting. Well, you forgot the to... most horrifying part of that. Go ahead. Mr. Bunny. Oh, Yeah. That yeah. thing is now etched into my nightmares. Oh yeah, no yeah, sorry. Yeah, they're they're doing a funeral for the bunny, hoping that God will take him to heaven, and he he fly he I guess also squirts out of, uh -huh. of the tomb, and so the town's going to both get rid of Homer and reinstate Ray Patterson. I did I, I love the Sanford and Son theme plays as he walks off. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not one for speeches. I'm just, thrilled to be leaving you wallowing in the mess you made you're screwed goodbye <laughs> that was off. my favorite part of the episode so yeah this, play. this is a reference to an actual event Ooh, explain so in 1990 red fox comedian red fox he was sort of uh, uh had peaked in his career and he was he was going to do a, a stand-up show in vegas and as he walked on the stage a saxophone band played the san francisco theme and he walked on there were only 12 people in the audience so he went over to the mic and he ranted about how sad the audience showing was and then walked off and the band didn't know quite what to do. So they just played the song again. <laughs> okay, that's, and, that's really funny. And uh, this is actually, uh, Mo does this almost identical thing in the two nah Mrs. Nahasapina Petalons episode. He kind of just walks across the stage, the same deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah this is real. He's, uh, that's, that's pretty funny. You did some good research today, Woody. Thank you. You uh, we're gonna give you an extra, extra dollar this week. Can I have the Emmy? This and, in my pocket. Sure. I, I don't think anyone cares about that. Right. <laughs> and and so the the town ends up doing Plan B, which everyone seems to know happening. And then I love that they're they're driving the town, moving it five miles over, and Homer's like, "What what's going on, Homer? This is literally your fault." <laughs> The whole thing is your fault. How do you not know what's going on? And it ends Homer with pay the, the nice things. reference to the famous PSA Native American. And do yourself a favor. Don't turn around. Turns around. But that is Trash of the Titans, a, that, a very fun episode. That with, is, by the way, a play on the 1970s campaign from the organization Keep America Beautiful, and the Indian's name, the American Indian's name was Iron Eyes Cody. He died a year after this episode was made. Aw. Aw. Yeah. It's very, well, on that sad, but let's go to a commercial, and we'll come back and rate this episode. The majority of us are so occupied with the material things in life that kindly thoughts and actions which bring joy to those we love remain dormant until stimulated into action by suggestion or reciprocal appreciation. That all may have an opportunity to express their appreciation of good thoughts and deeds. There has been established one day out of each year, which is to be known as Love Day. 
Isn't Love Day a timely opportunity for all of us to express our thoughts in a material way, to show those who are dear to us that we sincerely and truly appreciate their good thoughts and deeds? Let us welcome the opportunity to make someone glad, at least one day in each year. No more appreciated token could be given than that pictured... Wait, hold on. This isn't Love Day. This is this is an ad for Sweetest Day? That's your favorite day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you were reading it really well. I was very impressed. Yeah, I, w- I was ready for Love Day. <laughs> well, um, on the on the loveliest day of the year, make the loveliest person happy there. Um, it's Octo- You got a few months, guys. You'll, you'll be fine. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Actual Top Ten. And we're going to take a quick look at how we rank this episode. So we're going to turn on our Frankinator. All right. So how does this episode hold up? Um, it came out as an 8.5, and I think a little bit of that is based off of like we were talking about, Drew, is that the debate was a little bit apropos to what's going on. So I think just that moment itself held that episode up. But like you said, it feels like a later season kind of episode in that it was – it's just a random thing for Homer to do. It's a really Homer-based episode, so it, it definitely felt a little later in the seasons. Yeah, and I want to I want to give them credit because we we talk about this a lot. I I love that they just picked small town trash commissioner as what Homer is running for because they I don't think Homer run for anything else in this in in this. So you know to have you know he's not running for mayor. He's not running for governor or president or senate or anything like that so it's a small thing that can be easily forgotten and you know me it wouldn't even make homer's resume i don't think because he's done so many more important things in his life so right so i do i do think that it's 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 a night it's they went small and then they they kept it springfieldy which which is really good so i mean it is for homer to do but i'm what did you when you, in your research did you find out how much like how much would even a trash commissioner make in a, a small town i would figure i i'm guess, i'm assuming it's a full-time job but i mean a lot of these towns some of these elected things are not even full-time jobs i didn't look that up i will i will spend some time searching okay, okay. i i should know this because i'm the one that does this for a living but i'm just curious <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Going into the story itself, the story itself came out as an eight. I thought it was really good. I thought it actually held up for pretty much the entirety of the episode. There's a couple of lulls, but I mean, honestly, it it's really good and funny all the way through this whole thing. My my big problem with this is the ending. I think the ending is is we talked about this a little bit with Call of the Simpsons, where they end with. Homer being compared to Bigfoot and science being unable to tell if he's a real Bigfoot or not. It's kind of an overly ridiculous ending. And this one, I think it's also overly ri- ridiculous. It kind of it reminds wait, me wait, of... Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. No, I know, I know. Just get past it. Yes, it's ridiculous <laughs> that they're moving the town five miles. Moving the town five miles is ridiculous. I, I, have, um, I have an answer for you. Okay. The, well, the New York City Sanitation Commissioner, she makes... 205 a year so i can't imagine in a small town that it's probably a if it's a full-time job it's probably a 50,000 60,000 yeah yeah or it's not i also wonder what mayor what mayor quimby makes yeah exactly i also would question if it's an elected position it's probably a a county position yeah i wasn't yeah or like i wasn't sure about that either yeah but yeah so so my, my my problem with this, it, it reminds me kind of like Armin Tamzarian ending where they're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, now the town is five miles over where it was. And I don't know if it's been referenced again. The it you know, it just kind of it kind of seemed like they wrote themselves into a corner and then had to move the town <laughs> to fix it. Uh-huh. But but I and I, and I like that they they did something that was so permanent that they had to it into the, the history of the show but that that to me was uh, was a little bit overdone i think they could have probably resolved this one without having to move the town but 
I think they handled it as well as they could. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't mind mind the over-ridiculousness of moving the town like that. It's it, it's standard Simpsons silliness at that point. And, but, and this one didn't bother me. And I, and I wondered how many times they've done this. <laughs> probably a few times. It's probably been a few times. If everyone knows what Plan B is, then they've moved the town before. And and we all know that what is it? West Springfield is the size of Texas, so they can probably do this, do this uh, a few times, and still have plenty right. of room to to move over. So there wasn't actually a a B story, really. Did you get a sense of a B story at all? Or it's really just kind of the one thing throughout. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could maybe say a love day, but no, I don't. I don't think unless you want to do no, I don't think so. Ray, yeah. Ray Patterson himself, his little arc could be a B story, I uh-huh. guess, where he's a beloved figure to hate. This episode's already getting a lot of extra points for Steve Martin, anyway. So I don't know if we need to yeah. add another. It can. It's basically we a Steve Martin bonus. Steve Martin because he's just that amazing. Right. Yeah. And and he is, and he you can tell he actually cared going into this episode, and he actually put a lot of effort into his performance. He, he's a really yeah. good uh, voice actor in this one. So that comes to the funny lines and moments. It actually comes out at a sixty-five. I thought this episode was way funnier than I ever remembered. I remembered liking it, but I did not remember it being this funny. No, I mean, again, like I, I, I thought about this way back, you know, in 2016 for reasons you can probably figure out. And, mm-hmm. and I watched the debate scene and I've just laughed at that for four years straight <laughs> because I had forgotten about it as well. And again, they got Steve Martin. It, the debate is just so it seemed over the top at the time, but now I can see this debate happening in real life because politics have gotten such so so crazy and so just, you know, trying to be funny or trying to do insults or whatever instead of actually focusing on anything important. And right. so and I, and I love that he, he he cut he cut his brakes and he won the election. He, right. He's talking about you know, you know, well, finger Ray on the should button. have gotten there sooner then. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the whole town. And I just love how quickly they turn to Homer's side. They don't care at all. But once he starts promising them rando things that they should know he's not going to provide, uh, that's when it turns. And so it's, it's, it is very funny. It's, it's a very fun, funny episode for me. Yeah. It, it did lose 3 million points for the Mr. Bunny image. Oh, yeah. Fair, fair but enough. It, but it did balance back out uh, with Steve Martin. So it got three million points for Steve Martin. The screams of Rod and Todd are enough to bring that one back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's very true, too. So character usage comes out as a nice, solid eight. Um, again, a lot of points for Ray Patterson and Steve Martin. Um, Homer is his oft ridiculous self in this you do get a little bit of the family the the family at the very beginning is very good and then mm-hmm. it settles into just homer um a little bit of mo that's always nice and then overall just a really good character usage episode i think ray patterson is a great one-off character absolutely and again if if this had been if steve martin hadn't done it and it had been harry shearer or hank azaria i don't know if it would have been as good you know i think we talked about frank grimes that benefiting from being a a character that you know is familiar with the, the family and the important i think this one needed to be you know someone that that can really bring something else to the table and i think it, it really worked because it's it's someone who's real sarcastic and kind of older and beaten down and kind of can play uh-huh. that kind of character it was written perfectly for steve martin yeah, and he did such a great job with it. And yeah, absolutely. like you said, he he obviously put in time and effort to to make Ray kind of stand out in this episode. Yeah, I just, I just love only he could have done the part where he's like, okay, listen, if you want to do this, fine, I don't care. But <laughs> he's so beaten down. <laughs> yes, he, he's like, I I see where this is going. 
I'm going to give you a real choice. I'm offering you an olive branch. Take it or it's over. And he, he brews at the end. I don't know why he's still in town. I, I figure he would have he would have long since left town. But it's like, listen, I'll come to your damn presentation, but I'm not taking <laughs> my job back. This is a disaster. And Y'all are stuck with happen. this piece. <laughs> yeah. So so overall, I love that's a real story. That thank you. That. Yeah, I had no idea it was a real story. That's that makes it even better. But overall, this thing comes out at a seventeen point nine, which puts it. Uh, really high up. It goes just ahead of Bart's Comet, which was 17.6, and behind Krusty Gets Busted, which was 18.8. Yeah, no, it's really good. To me, uh, I'm probably just going to rate it as top 10. I, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's classic enough. I don't know if it's... Um, I mean, and it's leaning a little heavily on Steve Martin for it to be actual top 10 according to my vague regulations for this. <laughs> um, but... But it's it's really funny. It's really enjoyable. I think it's it's again it's it's trying to be over the top, and I give it credit for being over the top at the time. Um, this is even before like Bush Gore, so so right. I think it was a a simpler time politically for for all of us. And again, I like that they kept it small. You know, I think it was good use of not only the ones you mentioned, but also Mayor Quimby is is well used in this. I like when he he hears the briefcase opening. <laughs> and, yes. I, and he and he knows there's a briefcase opening full of cash. You know, I I liked the the Love Day stuff is great. I didn't realize this was Love Day, but I guess it makes sense because um, we talk about that all the time, like Love Day, but you know, not so late. Love Day. Um, <laughs> but so to me, it's it's really funny. It's really well done. This is again in my head, it's a funny later episode. This is much earlier than I thought it was. Right. So I guess it gets it's it makes sense that it's it's still in the in the classic era. It's uh yeah, it's really good. I, I definitely recommend checking it out and 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 watching it if it's on TV. It's 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 very, very good. Yeah, I think it settles in it as a top ten. It snuck up on me a little bit like Millhouse Divided. Um it was much funnier than I remembered, and it's hard to to label something actual top 10 if it sneaks up on you i'm sure we'll have something that comes up and breaks into the actual top 10 that we didn't think of but i think it kind of needs to have some iconic and legendary moments to really really stand out to be that actual top 10 and it just doesn't quite make it i'm gonna hold that against it but yeah, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure the ratings of this were good because it's it's Steve Martin, it's it's U2, it's you know it's towards the end of the season. I, I'm sure this one pulled in some some good ratings. I mean, it, it, it was seems to actually me, number sixteen so I, in the week uh, with a ten point five, so ten point two million households highest rated show on Fox that week. Nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm, it won I'm sure an that Emmy Fox, for outstanding animated program. And yeah. Jim Reardon won an Annie Award. I don't know what an Annie Award is, but he won it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it, it's. I'm sure they promote the hell out of it because it's again, it would have been towards the season sweeps would have been going on or about to start. You know, it's 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 got Steve Martin. I, I saw kind of a promo image where it's it's Steve, it's Ray Patterson, Homer, and U2 all around. So it's I, I'm sure they they did something with that, but. It does kind of feel like a season finale, like around this era, and it's because it's a really expensive episode. You would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. You better make your money for it. Yeah, and, and I and I like that you two came on and kind of made fun of the fact that Bono was political, and the rest of the band's kind of like, okay, okay, let's let's go to Moe's real quick. You know, I think I think the they had they had some star power, but used it effectively. Again, they wrote a really good character. Or Steve Martin, and they they made you know the the Bono stuff work, and they got him to sing a little during the during the musical songs. Yeah, I, I, it's it shouldn't be undersold. It's Did a you guys notice Oscar really the Grouch during the song? Yeah. Do what now? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. They did who yeah. the what now? Oscar in, in in the cans that the guys are carrying around, it's Apu, Sideshow Mel, Ned, and Oscar the Grouch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got there. Okay. You blink. You blinked and missed it. Yeah. What is uh? What is your opinion? 
What is your review, Woody? What do you I do while you're watching this episode? More than I thought I would. Um, because I I had kind of forgotten about this one. Like you said, it is sort of a sleeper. I laughed a ton, and uh, I thought it was really, 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 really funny. Um, I I am concerned because of how much I liked it that I don't know the rewatch power of this. I am the least YouTube fan of this group, and I think that that's the weakest part of this. But uh, I did laugh a ton. But Bono is really funny because he's he's funny. I just don't I don't think they're only in this episode because they requested to be in an episode. I didn't think that he that they added uh, a great deal that, you know, I think it's funny that you don't like you, too. Yet all of your shirts are Bono's shirt. Are, Are they? Oh the oh the muscles <laughs> yeah I guess with the muscles and stuff on it. Um, I think that Steve of, of the of the two guest stars really I think Steve Martin but also I love Steve Martin I think he adds way more to this than Bon than you uh, two oh, does. Oh one hundred percent yeah and absolutely. So they don't ruin it for me but they they don't make it for me either. So. So what are you doing? My favorite line of the entire thing is when Homer says that the garbage men are going to air out their stinkables, and I've never heard it referred to as stinkables except for this episode, and I think it's brilliant. (laughs) So do you have a a description of what you're doing while watching this episode? I I will I will watch this one maybe with the crossword puzzle in front of me, depending on how difficult the puzzle is. But I will will sit and watch this one. Maybe a nice. That's uh, high praise. Maybe a Wednesday. Wednesday, Yeah, Wednesday. I was going to say Wednesday. Maybe you are my best friend. The Fridays are cute. That's cute. Brain power. Yeah, Fridays and Saturdays are rough. Yeah. Ashley, you should get into crosswords. We'll do it. I'm not going to worry about it. I don't like thinking. (laughs) Don't like thinking. Okay, let's let's move on. (laughs) I don't want to have Ashley with a master's degree. Okay. Yeah, after that, I don't want to think anymore. Although it is just an MBA, I guess. Wow. That is that is good news for you. That is good news for you, Woody. Coming up, let's uh, let's take a break. Unless you have anything else to add, and uh, and and we'll do a, a thing that'll make Ashley think. <laughs> All right, let's be right back then. Today's episode of Actual Top Ten is brought to you by Farmer Dan's Bacon. It's trash and is really only good for hurting rats. So go down to the grocery store, find some Farmer Dan's Bacon, throw it into the yard if you've got rats that you need to get rid of, but. For the love of God, do not cook it or eat it. And I guess tell them that actual top 10 sent you down to buy it. All right. Welcome back. And I have an exciting new segment. We are towards the end of the season, but I wanted to throw in a new segment. He hasn't so, told us as I was saying, yet, so I don't, no. I'm kind of scared. Thank goodness. No, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be our best segment it. ever, and, we'll, and we'll, do it, we'll do it every single episode, or it'll just terrible or whatever. And we'll never do it again or speak of it again. Well, so as I was as I was saying, this episode to me, I got confused and I thought it would definitely have been, you know, season 11 to 20. Probably last week's episode would have been been earlier. I had it backwards. So what I have done is I have picked 10 episodes, okay. just the title. And I'm going to have the see if you can tell me which season these episodes are from. Is it multiple choice? And so I have some. It's not multiple choice. So I have I have some some game rules that we're gonna that we're gonna play with. Okay. I'm gonna give you just the title. You're gonna alternate between who gets to guess first and who gets to guess second. Whoever gets the second cannot guess what the first person guessed, even if you know the answer, and you know it's right. You have to guess something else. Okay. What? Um, so wait. What, hold on. What? So so if I were to give you this episode, if I were to say Trash of the Titans. Ashley goes first. If he guesses season nine, nine, because he because he knows the answer, then even though you know it's season nine, you have to guess something else. You can't guess at season nine because I'm not going to have any ties here. Although I do have a tiebreaker just in case. And so I'm going to give you the title. You are you are able to request a log line of what the uh, of the plot of the episode if you don't know the name by, by just the title. Okay. So so. Uh, this sounds Ashley, you're go first. I'm already a little stressed. Mm-hmm. Ashley, you're you're gonna go you're gonna go first. Okay. So your first your first one is Homer goes to college. What season is Homer goes to college? Homer goes to college. That's going to be season. I want to go with eleven. Okay. I was gonna say twelve. Okay. Well, it's season five. 
So <laughs> Ashley wins. He's close. We're doing well. Yes. <laughs> okay. So far, so good. Uh, number number two. What are you going first? Bart Carney. Bart Carney. Uh, gonna go with twelve again. Ashley, can I get a a line? You want you want to know the 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 log line? Yeah. Okay, so this is this is one of your two. Bart and Homer befriend two carnies okay. and invite them to stay with them, but they soon get tricked out of their house. Let's go with ten. Ashley, you win again. That's season yeah. nine. Okay, number three. Yes, I'm so Ashley, good Ashley, you go first again. <laughs> so it's come to this, a Simpsons clip show. What season is that from? <laughs> I want to say like season six. Okay, Woody? Dang it, I was going to say six. Um, Let's go with uh, five. Woody wins. It's season four. Okay. <laughs> okay, Woody, Sounds like you're something up, you're up next. Stupid early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Woody, you're up next. Uh, Lisa's pony. Lisa's what? Pony. Lisa's pony. Seems early. Um, Eight. Okay. Ashley? I'm going to go with three. You are correct. You are actually correct. It's season three. Mm. Ashley's yes. at three to one. Ashley, the you are up next. Of early is different from Ashley's. Ashley's <laughs> early. Because he only watched six seasons of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, you were, up, you were up next. It is Behind the Laughter. Behind the Laughter. This is going to be earlier than I think it is, but I'm still going to go with my later choice of 13. Okay. Well, VH1 would have still existed, so it's got to be yeah. before 9-11. Um, 15. Okay, that is Ashley again? Yes. Evan, so it's 4 to 1. I'm so good at this uh, game. It's Homer versus the 18th Amendment. <laughs> Homer versus 18th Amendment. That is, oh, they, uh, that's me, right? Yes. That's two. I was going to go with two, so let's go with four. Mm-hmm. Ashley? Season I said four. Eight. Uh, eight? That's a lie. Oh, oh, you know what? I had it in my head that that was the one where they steal cable. It's the one where they steal, steal cable. Steal cable? Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's the next one? And Lisa number, versus the Second Amendment or something like that? Or versus versus second Amendment, Second Amendment. The, the way we was. Yeah, can I get a line? I'll use my second line. It's about their high school romance and how he won her heart. Is that going to be like season seven? Um, It's going to be later, what? I think, because I think that's the one about... Is that the one with Sadgasm? So maybe like 15? Oh, he's going to throw some late ones in there too, isn't he? That's not late. It is late. That's still the front nine. (laughs) Season two. What? That was season two? Season two. It's not. We're overthinking these. Season two. We are. Oh, it's the way we wasn't. Wait, the way we wasn't was 15 season. That's what it is. The way we weren't. That's 15 season. <laughs> Not the sadgasm episode. All right. Ready for the next one? Ready. Woody, you are kidney Homer Simpson in, in kidney trouble. Oh, that's that's an early one. That's so... Kidney trouble. That's like six or seven. So six. That's too late. That's six. Let's go with four. It is season 10. Season 10. What wow. Get one. Okay, number nine, Mr. Plow. Ooh, I Ashley. just watched that one. I feel like that one's season two. Um, seven. Okay, it's season four. At Ooh. the point. So and the last one right now? is it is. So it's it's eight eight to two. It's uh seven to two. Okay. So, not going, not going well for Ashley for uh, for Woody. Um, no. The last one, which doesn't matter, my fair laddie. Ooh, laddie. All I want is a room somewhere. 
this to me? This to me. Yeah, um, this is way later than I think it is. Yeah. Memory serves. Like this is a much later episode than I think it is. I'm gonna. I've, I've been hitting sevens and fifteens, so let's go with fifteen. I'm gonna go with twelve. It's seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, way later than I think it is. Yeah. Also a That's a really episode. good episode, though. So there we go. There's our trivia. Our first trivia game. Ashley wins seven to three. Yes. What do I? What do I win? Rigged. Cactus candy. Win. Rigged. Respect. Respect. Rigged. <laughs> Can't pay rent right, with we'll, respect. <laughs> you, well, you can try. Well, well maybe we'll, we'll do that again sometime. That was kind of fun. That was fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can you can always reach us at actual top ten t e n spelled out at gmail dot com on Twitter and the actual top ten on Instagram. And since my computer is dying, Ashley, take us home. All right, so we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, talk to us next week, and as always, sorry, Ian, and we're sending it back to Woody. Now that sorry, wraps Ian. That wraps it up for this week's episode. Actual Top Ten, a Simpsons podcast, is Drew Irwin, Ashley Menzies, and yours truly, Brian Waddell. Our cover art is by Luis Velazquez. Editing this week was done by Drew Irwin. Join us next time as the guys take on Season 9's Cape Fear. Thanks for listening.